Does Jennifer listen? Okay. Maybe she has, yeah, she has commented to me. Yeah. So, all right. Well, welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming. And let's pray. And first, just take a deep breath wherever you are. And take that moment to be still and to connect with spirit, with our higher Holy Spirit self, the spirit that's within us, around us, that is us. And in this stillness, we express our deepest gratitude for this opportunity, this blessed gift of this joining. We acknowledge that we are fortunate to be a part of such a loving, supportive, expansive, uplifting and healing community. And in this time together, we open ourselves to being supported and guided, to be lifted and shown. We're grateful to close out this year, reflecting on all that felt miraculous reflecting on all the insights we received, all the learning that we experienced, all the relationships that supported our growth. So we're here to give thanks. We're here to release any blocks to love and joy. We're here to hold a sacred space for each other. And we do our best to share all the gifts we receive in this time with all beings, acknowledging the oneness of all. And so with ease and grace, we go forth, we allow, and we enjoy. And so it is. Amen. 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 All right. So we'll, we'll look at the question here. So I should be, that should be all set up. Yep. All right. Now, in truth, um, I kind of had to ad-lib this a bit because um, there was, I didn't have access to the transcript. So... I just kind of took the topic, which was celebrating our growth, and I created a few questions. So um, Jennifer's been doing those brief breakouts, so she always has us sharing insights for the week. So if you want to share that today, that's totally fine. And then in addition, I wrote, looking back on your letter, the letter you wrote to Jennifer. Now, if you got to see it or not, if you remember what's in it or not, um, how would you like to feel at the end of the year? how much of what you desired has been realized. So how are you feeling about this year? Um, that's basically the next one. And then what are you looking forward to putting your attention on next year, which we've kind of talked about in different ways. So any of this you can take, you can comment, and I will put this in the chat with a left-handed action here. We are getting good left <laughs> Great. Yeah. Notebook. Excuse me, I'll be right back. Yeah, sure. Oh, good. You're getting your letter. I got to see if I can yeah. find I'm going to find mine. Do you have yours, Carla? Well, I shared it kind of. I didn't do one this year. I just felt the one I did last year, and I read it, I think, last week. Great. At some, at some point. Cool. And so I, I did... It came to me the other day that to add one word. Cool. I have it. You can't see it, but let's see if I can see it. Can you see it? Wait, let me see. I was looking for mine. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's such a beautiful, like, contract, whatever that is. That is so. That covered everything last time in our call. It summarized every single thing we talked about. <laughs> oh, and Claire, you're so good. You have your letter. I'm like, yeah, I, I saw the email a couple of hours ago and then I looked out. Actually, no, um, the letter is perfect example of what the first half of my year was like, because I don't think I even wrote my letter until March. Yeah. And I was really, and I don't think I even did the, you know, how Jennifer does the three sessions through the year. Yeah. I missed one of them. I don't know if it was the first one or the mid one, but I just, 
I was in massive resistance for quite a few months earlier this year. And can you imagine, like, I can't even imagine that now. Like, we only get a few chances to talk together for, for 25 minutes a year, like, one-on-one. And I just didn't bother. I, you know, that way where I knew I, I, knew I was just in resistance. And I was like, yeah, yeah I did. I, I, uh, uh, uh. I don't know what it was. And then I didn't even get round to writing that letter until March. And when I read back on it, I was actually surprised because I, I hadn't um, hadn't looked at it. But some of the things, um, some of the things in it, it's like this year has been like flat, 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 flat until the last three months and then it's just gone whoosh. And it's been amazing the last few months because I stepped back in and I said, I'm doing this. I said I was going to do it and I'm going to do it and no more excuses. And it's just been like whoosh. So a lot of this stuff is just like, yeah, that happened in the, in the last like six weeks. And I would say... Some of the things that I thought would happen in the world didn't. Or some of the things that I wrote down, which were like, you know, I don't know what I mean in the world. But I finally, this is what I mean. It's the last paragraph. It says, as for my relationship with myself, I now accept myself as a perfect divine being. I feel cherished, loved, and adored. I didn't write by spirit, but I think that's what I meant. I feel precious and worthy of all abundance. I know without a doubt that I am always good enough and completely acceptable and accepted, no matter what the situation in the world may look like. And that just summed up how I'm feeling just in the past couple of weeks, because I didn't feel like that before. And I'm so happy that I can read that and think, yeah, I actually believe in that now. I actually know that. I can accept that now. Because if like the whole year, I didn't really, I thought, how can that really be? I'm not perfect. I'm not, I've got all these flaws. And now I look at it and I don't feel that resistance to it anymore. And I really love that. So that's my... Big victory. Yay. And that's the main thing, right? It doesn't that's what I mean about at the moment like in the world my when my relationship with my partner is in a, is a bit of a disaster. I'm doing the divine experiment on it. But that has brought me to another level of insight into how I was acting in that relationship and how I was doing a lot of giving to get. And so being honest about that has just brought me to a new level of appreciating myself and trusting myself, which I really am grateful for. That's all. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Do you want to read it? Do you want to read it? Well, the whole thing? How big, how long is it? (laughs) Two pages. Wow. Do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear it? I'll read it. It's fine. I mean, we only have three, but we have time. It's, and it's funny because I actually wrote in the second, okay, I'll read it, right? Looking back on 2018, I feel transformed. I'm so grateful and thankful (coughs) that I continued with Masterful Living. This is a bit I just smiled at. I got over my initial reluctance and resistance by persevering with challenging and handing over the ego thoughts that were still active in my mind. Which that's completely what I went through this year. Here is the result. I feel completely peaceful and content with my life. I know that I am a loving mother and good enough. I value my role as a parent while also honoring my children's powerful spiritual paths. And that is true now. That did take place. I left the angry, frustrated, yelling, violent reactions behind nine months ago. 
No one shouts in our house anymore, except sometimes from excitement. Um, my home is clean and tidy and easy to take care of. Uh, getting there. I have let go of clutter and possessions that we have outgrown, which is true. Because, like, uh, Carla, I told you that story about the closet, right? My work is fulfilling, <clears throat> and I feel sure that I am contributing to the good in the world. That is something I'm going to continue with next year. I love my own company, and I feel calm and content even when I am not doing. I love myself fully, every little part of me. I love my body and take care of it. I eat well and feel a vitality and energy much more than before. That is still a work in progress, but that's okay. My relationships are completely free of judgment, criticism and complaint. Again, that is a work in progress. That's okay. I know now that my safety and support doesn't come from relationships with others, but from my relationship with my own higher self or spirit. And that is the thing that's just in the past two weeks I've been working on and I just feel like I'm finally getting it. I know now that I don't need anything from any of the people I'm in relationship with. As a result, my relationships are harmonious, peaceful and joyful. As for my relationship with myself, I now accept myself as a perfect divine being. I feel cherished, loved and adored. I feel precious and worthy of all abundance. I know without a doubt that I am always good enough and completely acceptable and accepted no matter what the situation in the world may look like. I've released all sense of lack and limitation and live every day in a state of pure abundance. It makes me feel happy when I return. Thank you for listening. No, oh, beautiful. Thank you. I, it wasn't that long. I thought it'd be longer. It said two pages. It must be a pretty big print or spacing or some. Thank you for sharing that. No, oh, thank you for being here and listening. Asking to hear it. What about you, Carla? So did you have an intention for this year? Even if you didn't write a letter, did you have a particular uh, goal, aspiration, or were you, were you going deeper? Well, I'll re I can read it again. That it's from 2018, but I put it on the wall how I feel, how I feel, not how I desire to feel by the future, how I feel now. So I'm going to add one word. I feel so light and free, loving myself and others equally. I wake up. Each day with the joyful curiosity, wondering what new exciting learning opportunity that I am, that I am, is going to offer today. I know deeply and intuitively that all is working to the highest good with a trust far beyond anything I ever imagined possible. I live a full and fully guided life, clearly knowing and following the voice of spirit with ease. I enjoy spirit extending through me and activating itself and others. I feel peace deep inside that mere words can barely begin to describe. I'm actively living my divine blueprint. All is well. I love that. I may have to adopt that as my my 2019. <laughs> I love that Justine has heard it twice now. Because her eyes are open. She's like... Yeah. <laughs> What work did you add? Thank you. I love reading. I would light, light and free. Because I, I do feel, I just noticed it. I actually feel right now, I, 
I woke up and I was playing the game as soon as I left and took my bath. That's where I really commune more with spirit and open the whatever awarenesses or whatever. And I just, when I was sitting here waiting for you to join, I realized I feel so joyful. So joyful. (laughs) Awesome. With the best smile in the world, so. (laughs) I didn't used to like it. And you said that, and I like, I'm starting, I'm real, I was just appreciating it earlier. I'm like, that is a beautiful smile. And you didn't like, you used to like your smile. (laughs) I, not really. Because my face is aging, so I think the appearance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, that's great. It's, it's, um, I really felt that when um, things took off for me when I started coming back into the community calls. And just because I think it's so helpful to see yourself through other, other people's eyes of love when they're, <clears throat> when they're loving and accepting and appreciating you, which is which happens in these calls, right? It just made me think of that when Angela, you reflected back to Carla, the beauty of her smile, and now she can see it. I love that in these calls, it's often that we can share how we feel about ourselves or something like an, a judgment we're having about ourselves. We may not even realize we're expressing a judgment and then people will hear it and they'll say, actually, I feel like you're being very something positive. <laughs> like, you know, and I, I can hold that space in a counseling session just to say, well, I can understand why you would feel that way. Like, I can understand why you would act on your ego or have one. (laughs) Like, I understand how that happens. And so I have no judgment about that. And that can just be so freeing and loving. And to have someone almost feel more loving towards you than you are toward yourself is like, oh, (laughs) I don't know. It's just so healing. It's very healing. Yeah. Yeah, I actually found my letter, if you want me to read mine. Yeah, I'm so excited because um, the first line will really nail it. So it says, this year I became a mother and a loving, open-hearted wife, friend, and colleague. This year I moved or paused without hesitation or resistance. I listened, received inspired ideas, and put them into action. I healed all lack with an overwhelming overwhelming receiving of the abundance that we must be, my husband and I, that we desired and way beyond. I feel so deeply centered and able to respond to life from my inner wisdom. I feel healed. I feel so healed, so free to lay down the burdens of my limiting thoughts. I have boundless energy and boundless gratitude. There are no weights holding me down. I feel closer to my husband than ever than ever through deep prayer intention and the action of an open, trusting heart. That's true. I feel loving and involved with my family and so grateful for our amazing vacation in Rhode Island, which was already booked, which didn't happen, but anyway. I am grateful for the loving, supportive, inspirational friendships that propelled me to deeper levels of my Kundalini, Course in Miracles, Masterful Living, and yoga communities. I completed level one Kundalini training in May, I did, and found it to be deeply expansive. I feel cleansed of all belongings that no longer serve, just like you, Claire. I feel cozy and satisfied that our home is so lovingly welcome to our child and that we have loved every inch of this property. I'm grateful for the prospect of moving into the house next door. Ha, someone else moved in, but okay. Or someplace more suitable. 
I feel so blessed and confident in my workflow. I feel that I found my rhythm and it was through time and contemplation and prayer coupled with inspired action. I feel capable to live without heaviness. I feel like a helpful guide and an inspiring leader. I feel grateful for the execution of a year full uh, of a year of full moon circles, which I did. It was a program I did. I feel grateful for the tremendous response and growth of the community. I feel gratitude for the freedom of our exploration to England, didn't happen, Vermont, didn't happen, or our many fun day trips to Boston, New York, and our first time in DC. So we did go to New York City and we are going to DC this coming year for a wedding. So that's in the works. I feel so blessed with the support that poured out for our baby. I feel the strongest sense of purpose I've ever known. And I feel so grateful and loving in my nourishing practices of Kundalini Yoga, meditation, Course in Miracles and writing. I'm deeply thankful for the workflow that came to me while on maternity leave. I feel I have passed all thresholds of limitations that ever came before me. My life is a living example of the power of love and I'm grateful to inspire others. Thank you, Spirit, that this level of possibility exists and I'm exuding such love and light in humble service to the light. Yeah. Okay. All right. We did a lot of it. A lot of it. You know, you feel a lot of that? Yeah. Like, literally, the abundance thing is so funny that it's even hysterical to me that there was like a week where I was starting to feel when I stopped working right away, like when I had the baby, just stopped everything. There was this lack creeping in. And I was just feeling so different and disoriented like. And literally, you know, all this abundance flowed toward me. And actually, it, you know, if Jennifer listens to this, but she mistakenly paid me twice in a month, the same, like she paid me and I hadn't worked, so I didn't expect any money. And she paid me the other, she accidentally repaid me again. So there was even accidental money like coming at me, just like, <laughs> here's this, here's that. Oh, and here's this. And she's like, oh, I accidentally paid you, but let's just keep it as a credit and you'll just work it off. It's easier. And I was like, God, I just got an advance. <laughs> like, it was just like, it was almost comical. Mm-hmm. Like the spirit is making a joke. It's just chuckling to, to itself. <laughs> yeah, like we'll just find money that you can't even expect because I've never been mispaid. I've never been paid twice accidentally. <laughs> so like in the moments where I had doubt or anything, I had a lot of um, demonstration of abundance. But the, the, true, the true thing about my marriage really shifted this year. It's like, it's the funniest thing that last year, all I could talk about was how I would get triggered by my husband being on his phone. I couldn't stop telling this annoying story again and again. I was very stuck in it. This year, there is a force field where I cannot even look at his phone. Um, I, have no, I have no urge to do it. When his phone is in my view, I... I don't try to sneak a peek. There's nothing. There's no urge. And it got to the point, which was also funny, that he was like, look at this thing on my phone. Like, he started telling me to look. And I was like, wow, this is so different. <laughs> like, he's inviting me to look at it. Um, oh, was he, were you bothered because you didn't know what he was doing? I didn't trust him. I didn't uh, trust him. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, I wasn't trusting myself in something because it was out picturing as him on his phone. So there was some lack of self-trust. Do you remember a turning point? Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, no, it's fine. Um, I don't remember a specific one, but literally, sometimes it really helped that I would do the Judge Your Neighbor worksheets from Byron Katie because... I would, even if I already knew the answer that I did before, I would do it again where I would um, take responsibility for how I was feeling like, um, 
like are you are you familiar with those oh yeah mm-hmm. okay so like I you, would, like, you shouldn't be doing this and then you right. you turn it around you do the, the turnaround exactly and I would not bypass the fact that I intellectually knew that it was me I wouldn't I would go into it as much as I could so when I was saying basically I got to this point where I actually believed and I do believe he should not show me anything he doesn't want to and he he can have his own life that I don't need to know about mm-hmm. and maybe third um whatever I need to know will be shown to me so the other thing that I think helped is I adopted the beliefs became more clear um yeah it just became more clear that I was believing that a he shouldn't hide things from me which I could turn around and say he should mm-hmm. he should hide all the things he doesn't want me to see why because he doesn't feel comfortable mhm so he should you hide them you might get mad right yeah it's just like, i just think everyone has a private life exactly i did i realized it was unloving for him to do what i wanted him to do and mm-hmm. it was unloving to control him and now i truthfully don't want to know anything that he doesn't want to show me so i have this like really strong i think i shifted the belief so that i don't have an attraction even to that like loop of mm-hmm. oh what is he doing but it happened a little bit today but the funny thing was last night um he came upstairs and i i posted on facebook for the first time about our daughter and it was like it was a little overwhelming because i think we have 150 comments and her video was watched 835 times as of this morning so i kept checking like how many now like it's going up by the minute you know it was just kind of like everybody i know was pouring out comments so i was on my phone and he came upstairs and for some reason i like got off my phone and acted like i wasn't on my phone and i was like why are you doing that angela you're not doing anything wrong like but i have guilt I have some guilt that hasn't been released. So I act like shady, like a shady character sometimes. I know this. So whatever, I acted like that and then this morning when I handed the baby to him, his phone was like open and he closed it right as I gave him the baby and I was like my shadiness is reflected in his action cuz I just did that less than 24 hours ago. So now I'm starting to see the mirror is so real that instead of actually going into the story, I don't trust him he's on his phone. I'm like it's so much a mirror of me. And now slowing down more with the baby, I can see things a lot clearer. I'm not so distracted and busy. <clears throat> so now I can see it's not about him at all. and again i've replaced i've looked at all those beliefs that made it upsetting to me and i have turned them around like he shouldn't show me what's on his phone mhm i might not even want to know <laughs> i probably don't um and what feels better is i trust him and i give him space and freedom And since that feels so much better now, I do that now. Mm-hmm. But that's been a huge turnaround for this year like cuz that was like a big hook last year. That's great. Can I share something? Sure. It's kind of related to this. So in the way of mastery, this goes into it. so Jesus talks about um when the one of the soldiers is going to raise the mallet to to hammer his his hand to nail his hand to the cross and he saw i don't know if he saw a judgment but he he had this real big shift where 
he saw that in himself, he had any time he had had that feeling of you know whatever of wanting to you know hurt somebody else or whatever he expressed it that and he forgave himself and I the word that comes to my mind is instantly I don't know it seems like it was instantly so and he locked eyes with the um, with the soldier. And the soldier, because I, it's something shifted in both of them, and the soldier put down his mallet and walked away. And, and supposedly, I don't, he didn't say a name, but that person has become a great teacher or something. But and I realized today, it's what I'm getting to is what I'm hearing in your experience is that when I was just in the tub like an hour or so ago. I was like. What would be helpful to me? What, you know, or something? I don't know. I'm kind of open to guidance and stuff. And like, whenever something disturbs you, forgive it in yourself. And that's what I'm hearing in your, what you're sharing, right? Yeah. Accept it and forgive it and let it go. And just, Yes. And that's why the judge your neighbor worksheets, what I love is that it's like, what should or shouldn't the person do? And that's the other thing that gets me out of the um, upset is I will try my best again, not to bypass it. Cause you can think, Oh, well, he doesn't have to do anything. It's I, it's I'm one with him, but I just think like, all right, well, what do I, what I really want him to do right now? And a lot of it's like, be more open or be transparent. And that's my cue because that's what I can do to shift the entire thing is I can be transparent. And sometimes I can go to him and say, you know, I had this whole thing in my head that you did that. And he'll be like, oh, and he'll laugh about it. And it shifts everything. And it's just like, it's so helpful to know the step, the next step. Like I want him to be more patient than I, how can I be more patient to him and to me? And that's so helpful. It stops the whole story. It puts me into this next step out of suffering into love. It's so helpful. So that would be so helpful is like, how can I forgive myself for all the times I've been shady? There are many in my past. That's actually part of what I would say I could be most ashamed of is I've been very, a shady character, like one way, one face, and then a back, like having, yeah. Yeah, but that's the beauty of it because you can't. Well, I don't know if you can. Jennifer says you can change your past. So, but the past is represented by the now. What's happening now? So, this is like another appearance that's similar to that other appearance in your past that you can remember. And like the now is the time to forgive. Or, or let it go, or whatever it is, you know, and that releases, doesn't change the uh, the actual experience, I guess. Maybe it does change the experience. It changed the events, but it changes the response, how you yeah, feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and today was one of the first times when I was crying. I was crying today because I was just feeling I needed to release some upset. And this was the, one of the second time I remember, Jennifer, when you have emotion and you choose to direct it, like whether you're mad and you say, my healing is happening, I receive it, but you're actually pissed, you know. And um, today I was sad and I was like, 
I don't even know what I thought to say, but I thought of using that sadness and direct it toward, you know, um, yeah, like I'm healing my life forwards and backwards or my heart is opening. I'm becoming more transparent, whatever it is. But I thought of that today, which was like, ooh, I often forget that kind of strategy. So that was a little victory today. And I just need to plug in my computer. So I'm going to just turn off my screen for a second. But I'm here. You know, I see your smile, Claire. This is like, I don't know if I, it's, I just feel the joy. Yeah, I really love these conversations. I really, it's so nice to share with, you know, Jennifer says like-minded people that lift you up. I feel, I feel lifted, you know. And I'm just so glad that I've come out of the the funk. <laughs> so, I'm so glad that it's um I don't feel stuck. Sometimes I feel like I go through the pain and I go through like I'm going um I'm kind of swinging from from ego to spirit a lot, but I'm just keeping going at it. And I don't feel hopeless, you know. I think that's the, I think the trick for me was when I, when those, like, when those ego thoughts feel very strong, just takes practice to remember there, even if you don't feel like it, you know, even if you just say the words, even if, if even if you just go through the motions, actually, of, like, saying those you know even like almost by rote still has an effect and that's what I I think that's what I started doing because at the beginning I didn't even feel like it would have any um, effect because the I felt like I was in a lot of pain and the ego the judgments were very strong but it doesn't take as much effort as you think you think you know I started saying yeah I'm handing it over. I'm not interested. And if I have to say this 100 times today, I'm going to say it 100 times. I didn't have to say it 100 times. I had to say it maybe three times. You know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and like when you were saying, Angela, when you see that demonstration of actually, if I can just get the ball rolling with spirit, if I can just let let a little bit of spirit in, you know, the rest of it gets easier, just gets easier. And you know what I've been, you know what's been gorgeous? I finally read, started, I'm not quite finished it yet. I finally started Angels in My Hair and I absolutely love that book. And I'm just calling on the angels all the time. I just love it. I didn't read it and I think we, I think it was Masterful Living One. And I never got around to reading it. And I don't know what, something just um, inspired me to, I ordered it and I ordered it for my mother. For, for a Christmas present. Something inspired me. She would like that book. And I'm going to get one for myself as well. And I've just been so enjoying it. And I think that's, that's been a big thing for me as well. Um, this year is to ask, to learn to feel comfortable asking for help. And um, that's really paying off. That's, I found that difficult before. I felt like I had to do everything myself. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually kind of amazed, really amazed how, I don't know, far I've come in awareness when, when you said that you do it three, maybe only three times a day, or well, only, but you know, three times a day, offering up, or, I now do it like three times a month. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm like, how did I get here? I've never, I'm like, so grateful. Yeah. Because when we don't judge, there's nothing to forgive, you know? 
Mm-hmm. We could see the judgment. It could be presenting itself, but if we're not actually in its like power or something, engaging. We have, yeah, we don't have to like get, work our way out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's getting more and more fun to be like, oh, I let that go so fast. Yes, you know, like that used to be so sticky mud for me. Like that used to really get me. And actually, one of the things that used to get me was. Like today, I just felt like things were off with my husband. And I started thinking, oh, I don't feel like things are okay. And I started crying because I was thinking that. But I was okay with it. It was almost like, well, let me just feel this and get it over with. And soon I was like, I'm even okay with feeling that and thinking that for a couple minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because there's a deeper knowing that things are okay and they're, they're as they should be. It's just in the moment I'm arguing with it. But I let myself feel it. I don't judge that. And then I'm really on to the next thing, like fast. That's what came to mind when you were talking initially before you said all that at the end. That, that, that's when I realized, once I started stop judging for the falling down that jam calls you know that was a huge shift huge because she says she's still that she's I, I think her twin her judgments are like <laughs> nanoseconds or something I can't squeeze my fingers tight enough <laughs> Yeah, there was a good one in the radio show I listened to this morning about her brother using the cheese or something like that. <laughs> it was a funny one. It was, I love it because it's so relatable, right? You buy a special cheese and it's in the fridge and someone else uses half of it and you're like, ah, oh, it was my cheese. But that's such a beautiful one. You can see that you're not really attached to that cheese if you're laughing about it. You know, like, I have things with my dad where he knows, I don't know, he likes throwing things away, and I don't do that. So he's like, we had a dumpster. You wouldn't like it. We threw everything (laughs) out. But him and I can laugh about, we acknowledge it. We talk about it. It's in the open. There's nothing dark or hidden or off. But there's, you know, this thing with my mom judging me, my motherhood, that's that's one that has some charge. Charge to it, yeah. Yeah, so that's okay. That's just something to work on. But with my dad, we have you can have such differences or it can be like, I love the times where it's like, wow, usually – I could actually get really mad, but I'm telling you, dude, you ate the cheese, but I'm laughing inside. That's like so freeing. I hope all my upsets get to that point because that's so freeing. Yeah. And you can say to someone, you know, I guess to me so much when you do that, but just you just have a laugh about it. Yeah, I was thinking that when you were sharing about your mom last night, you know, it's funny because others, it's like you say, some things just have that charge and you know it's not, the conversation is not really about that thing. Like if someone said, I like to walk to work and I said, I like to take the bus, like I'm not going to get upset because they say they like to walk to work and that's the way they do it and I take the bus and that's the way I do it. I'm not going to try and convince them that they should do it differently their life but um the parenting thing and I don't think it's always mothers and daughters sometimes it's grandparents and sometimes it's like aunts and you know sisters and brothers and stuff like that because I used to have that a lot with my sister as well different styles 
but I think it's, you know, when you, you know, that way when what it was like for me, because I felt so insecure with the way I was doing it, that I was very defensive. And then I was even more entrenched in the way I had to do it because like someone said last night, there's no instruction manual. No one really knows. You're just doing your best. But instead of saying, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm doing my best. That's just that's my intention. I just want the highest and best for this little child and for myself and for everyone. Instead of just being very honest and saying that. So I'm going to try this way. This is the way I'm going to try. This is like my first choice. Instead of saying that, it's like, oh, no, but I read this website. And no, this is the way. I mean, we need to do it this way. And you get very... Um, definite about it. I used to get very definite about it, even though I really had no idea what I was doing, but I didn't want to admit it to myself or anyone else. <laughs> ah. Yeah, when still my, like that. My daughter told me a couple of weeks ago, it's still, I'm still that, <laughs> still have no idea. <laughs> yeah, my mom was here and what ended up, she ended up saying was, I'm really proud of you. Ah of how you're, and I was like crying and I realized, geez, I think I really needed that. You know, what I needed more than this whole conversation of like, I, I needed support, you know, I desired it. And so somehow we got on the conversation and we couldn't lightly talk about it. It got a little snarky, fighty, um, and then she ended up saying like, geez, I mean, like, I don't want to be in a war with you. You know, I'm proud of you, you know? And then I was like, uh, <laughs> I mean, my hormones. So, um, geez, I feel like all of us humans need the support and we get engaged in these other things with each other taking things personally. And maybe my mom needed to hear, you did a great job too, mom. Because mm. she was feeling a front, like a, like accosted by these differences. Like, well, I didn't do that. Um, and I'm like, it's not about you. And, you know I mean? It was all like personal, but, um, she probably needs to hear the same thing or it would feel good for me to say that and for her to hear that. You did perfect, mom. You know, we all need to hear that. We're, yeah. So I feel prompted maybe to shift the conversation, but maybe it's the same that, that You know, my, not you know, but in the appearance that my um, sister <laughs> doesn't want to talk to me, you know. She sends me, she sent me a Christmas card, and but she sent me the card. That's nice to see that all she wrote was her name. And now we used to see that what wasn't there, right, instead of what was there the card and she did and so I don't know it came to me and so I'll go back to the pattern of between us for the last few years that in appearance it looks like she'll say like oh I know this is a judgment but and then she spits she's like loves her judgment and that's really what I have done really really loved my judgments the judgments not even mine judgments the ego offers me like yeah they're great you know and that and I've been really shift trying it really not trying um to be accepting of her way where she is on her path you know of but I and I do it for a minute or a day, but I'm not consistently able to really love and accept her or, and that's again, that's a reflection of myself. So, 
but and it came to me because she said she doesn't want she doesn't want I mean she didn't say this that she doesn't really want me to call her anymore and she doesn't want you know depending that what that tells me she doesn't want that connection you know and I was like upset for a month or two like ugh, judging it and saying calling it wrong or something but now I see it way differently that whether she shifts or not but I when she when the appearance wasn't she wasn't shifting and she's connecting to judgments and liking judgments that I was judging her judgments so now this because she wants space this she's actually offering me time away from that to accept that in myself that I'm will that whether she changes or not, she's given me the space to read a shift that's like, I think I've shared this story about how an alcoholic, when they come to some awareness and they go, oh, I got to quit drinking, they don't still go out to bars or hang around their drinking friends, right? They... And sometimes they go back and they can do it in bars later, right? And that's where I'm at. That's where I realized that I'm at. She's given me that. I've been wanting, interested in shifting that. And she's actually, what appears, this, the meaning I gave was way different but at first. But she's actually given me that opportunity to to, to shift that within myself so that I can be the alcoholic or whatever that is comfortable being around drinkers, alcohol. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's part of your answered prayer, right? It's part of your answered prayer, which is to be able to accept your, your sister. They're going to accept her the way she is, but, you know, maybe you just miss out. I want to say separation, but I don't want to say separation. But the, the, the distance, the time to work through it. What it is, it's the space. Mm -hmm. Everything happens in the space. Mm -hmm. Here it happens in the space. Ego wants to fill up the space to not give it room, spirit room to enter or whatever you want to call it but and I, she's given me the space for spirit to enter <laughs> it's so amazing like she doesn't even know it so she's like giving me such a gift such a gift Everything is such a gift. Sometimes I don't see it or whatever. It's that it doesn't change the gift. Mm -hmm. I love that it's it's such a shift when you stop making exceptions. When you stop allowing exceptions for yourself. And you, you put a little fence around to it. I'll keep this part for myself and can keep those judgments because I, I was doing that up till October time with my work. Like, I keep this. This is separate from my spiritual practice. It's completely different. And, and I never let it touch. Um, and then it was just a disaster at work. I, didn't, I was doing a job, the job with one and a half people and part time and... Um, yeah, I finally realized I, I've been ring fencing it from spirit and it's showing and it's like things were just getting worse and worse and worse all through the year, kind of that, like creating that perfect storm. So I just had to, it was right there in my face and I couldn't ignore it anymore. And then I just realized I cannot cope, I cannot manage this anymore in the world. I have to, either I have to give up my job, which I don't want to because... I, I like my job and I like the income 
and I like the people I work with, or I have to just hand it over and say, all right, this has come into my circle too now. It was a good shift. No exceptions. Yeah, and we get to those other places when we're ready. Yeah. I always loved in the calls where it's like people say, well, you're on your divine timing, so it's okay. It's like, oh, yay. Well, maybe we're complete for the day. Are you guys feeling complete? Well, I have one more thing. Sure. When, you, when you spoke about something, clear, that word that came to me was trust. I don't know. I don't know if it resonates for you. I know for me it was very important, very <laughs> helpful that the experience is or actually they don't seem like they seem so challenging but they're actually supporting our trust mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i and for me it was I, I, I took finding freedom again and jennifer has quite a long video in there about trust and how what you were saying angela about if you're not trustworthy with yourself, then you don't feel trust. You don't trust spirit. And um, that's really helped just to, to remind myself to be consistent and do what I say I'm going to do. So if I say I'm going to live by these principles, then I, I'm doing it. And... I think that's really helped me build trust as well. Like, I'm not quite up there at maximum trust yet, but I'm getting there. Yeah. I feel so privileged to have had this hour with you too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real treat. It is. Carla and I go way back. Yeah. To our first prayer partner fight. <laughs> oh, that sounds juicy. You can't, you can't, you can't go without telling me that one now. No, we just, we were in like a dance of the, the things that I remember. Um, it was just that we had a little conflict about the timing of our calls. And for me, I think it was triggered. We triggered different things in each other. And Carla was so, you know, I think she's inspired so much, so many of us, because Carla, you are willing to say how you feel. <laughs> yeah, and that, to me, I still, I don't force myself to share things because I don't feel like that's loving, but I feel the opportunities where I'm like, ooh, I could really be transparent here. But Carla was just, you know, shared how my you know, needing less time or it feel like I wasn't committed to the calls and she expressed it. And then I had such a a sensitivity to people pleasing that I felt like I made her mad at me. So that was like, oh, and we had this like, "Er," and then it's amazing because we're, you know, I consider Carla a deep, deep, close, close friend uh, beyond that family. But um, it's funny. We go so when I talk to people in Master for Living, I'm like, yeah, your prayer partners can bring things up, but like, don't give up. <laughs> don't quit at the first argument <laughs> or, you mm-hmm. know, because that is not even the ending. That's not, that's not the end of the story. So it, it triggers something. So I play this app game as 25 of this and, and I, I, I said something one day, like, if those people had done what they were supposed to do, like, there's certain requirements, right, daily requirements, and if those people had done it, that I was kind of grumpy, and I'm like, I, that we'd have this, there's a certain 
within the game, there's games. And so you have I've completed this quest. If we had done that, I'm like, yeah, if they'd have done it, we'd have we done with this. And I was frustrated because I wanted to leave. And I didn't choose to do that. And so my frustration, come out in those words of my the team leader, tech well, it's messaged me and said, don't do that. And he was like, really, it's really long that if you do that again, you're tearing up the team and you're do- creating all this stuff. And not, you know, I, you know, if you do that again, I'm going to drop you. And people say, people complain to me and Betty about you being negative. And I'm like, and, and the next day I was like, I don't want to do that. If people perceive me as negative, I don't want to, whatever it is I'm doing, I can't change the perception. So I'm just going to go away. I said, I'm leaving. So I, I, a week before someone said, I just left. And there was like, where did she go? And, and so I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm say, I told him, I said, look, I've been told I've been perceived as negative by several people here, and so I'm going to go. And people said, no, what are you doing? People that are just joined the team like two days ago that didn't even know me, didn't even know. They said, what's going on? And and all these people just brought out all this, I don't know, support, and the team leader said, Wow, this is like why in the teams people supporting each other and and commu- I don't know communicating and, and and it was just so amazing how ego the the statement said you know I don't like this basically you know if people had done what they were supposed to do we'd have it and that shifted the whole frigging team and two people left that were non communicators and now we have two people just came like two days ago that are the top of the tier of the team and communicate like crazy. It's so amazing how spirit uses everything for good. This app game has been such a teacher to me. (laughs) So amazing. So I just wanted to share that. It's like, because I'm, I'm not going to stay with this beyond spring. Uh, as a, whenever I feel it, it's time I'm going to leave. But I'm like, it's in a way, it's I'm building community. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so amazing. So I just want to share all stories. And it's your willingness to learn. Right? It's your openness to to learn from everything. Yes, everything. Everything that God ever happens in our life, there's some learning encoded in it. And the more challenging, this is from Jennifer, that the more challenging sometimes the experiences, I don't know how she expressed it, but the more deeper it's encoded, the more learning or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's it. Well, thank you, ladies, for coming and sharing. <sighs> Who would like to pray? Anyone feeling it? Anyone of this huge group? Anyone out there? Can anybody hear me? Sorry. Yep. I will. Thank you. So grateful. So grateful for all the opportunities offered each day. To choose love, grow in awareness, live life. Live life. 
with joy, abundance, love. And we know we're so willing to see in each experience that love, that joy, that learning, that it's all love that God offers us in the experience. And we notice, we notice the reactions, you notice the, the way we respond, and we don't judge ourselves. We ask for support and assistance to see it differently when we're thus challenged and we're open and willing to receive to receive the joy to receive the support to receive the love that we are to see the love that we are because what we see I'm going to let that go. And we're open to the support from guidance, the company of heaven, and we share all the joy that receiving, all the peace that just being. with everyone because we are one in grace and gratitude we allow it to be we know it is amen amen amen, amen. thank you Carla thank you Carla Thanks, Angela. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Claire. So good to have you two days in a row, back to back. Yeah, great. <laughs>